I'm Carol Hills. This is The World. Few journalists know Mexico's drug war as intimately as Dallas Morning News Bureau Chief Alfredo Corchado. He's been reporting for the paper from Mexico since 1994. Corchado was also born in Mexico and has deep roots there. Over the years, he developed sources with access to the cartels and exposed their dealings with Mexico's government. That's put Corchado himself at risk. Corchado's new memoir, Midnight in Mexico, begins with a fateful phone call he received warning him that he was on a cartel hit list. When I got into journalism and I wanted to go to Mexico, my father made me promise him that I would not cover drug trafficking. And suddenly you have this guy on the phone telling you there's a threat against an American journalist. Three names came up, and I think it's you. And at that moment, I was just done, and I kept thinking, you know, why do I tell my parents now? So what had you written that might have prompted the worry that you might be on a hit list? Days before that call... We had done uh, at the morning news some stories on a pact, an agreement that was being worked out between the cartels and members of the government. And that's, I think, when we felt the, the, the pushback. I mean, we knew that something had gone seriously wrong. When you really start to follow the money and you start penetrating the corruption between the cartels and the government, that's when things can really go wrong. Did you ever prove that connection? Yes, uh, we proved it. Uh, We wrote stories about it. And, I mean, I eventually left Mexico for a while. So it seems like despite this kind of threat and concern, you kept kind of pushing along on covering the drug trafficking and the drug wars. Why? What keeps you on this issue? Initially, I stayed in Mexico for about a week trying to find out whether the intelligence was raw, how how verifiable was it. I mean, I have family on both sides of the border. Uh, My colleague and girlfriend also covers the U.S.-Mexico border. So I, I was worried that if these people were serious about trying to kill an American journalist, trying to kill me, I wanted to make sure it was verifiable. And if they couldn't get me, who would they get? Who else would they get to try to get a message to me? I eventually left Mexico and spent some time in the United States. And I think I felt, you know, the, the more I stayed away from Mexico, the more I wanted to come back and try to explain what had happened to Mexico, what went wrong, having the opportunity to tell their stories, It's also a way to believe that there is a crack of light, that there is a promise of a new day. Where did you find that crack of light? You know, growing up along the U.S.-Mexico border, you live across a city like Ciudad Juarez, which at one point had the um, reputation of being the murder capital of of Mexico, if not the, the hemisphere. And right across the border, you have El Paso, Texas, with the reputation of one of the safest cities. El Paso's population, I mean, the the demographics is like 85, 90% of Mexican descent. So you see the possibility of what Mexico can be. You know, at one point in the the book, you actually describe how the Zetas drug cartel take control of a local newspaper run by your friend. How did that happen? What did they do? It's El Mañana newspaper in, in Nuevo Laredo, owned by a very courageous family. I mean, they've been under the the firing line for years. They've, one of their editors was killed. Their, their building was bombed. This one is of the in Mexico. Was paralyzed. In Mexico, no Laredo, Mexico, right across the, the Texas border. They kidnapped the uh, the brother of one of the uh, the owners of the paper, and he had to talk to them to get him released. And after they released him, he called for a meeting with the setas and said, "Look, here's the deal. We're here facing you because we're not afraid of you. You know, we're basically face to face, toe to toe." What do you want? And they said, we don't want you to print these stories. We don't want you to use the word setas in your stories again. 
their decision was very easy. I mean, when you work in a country where the government does not protect journalists, I mean, their decision was basically to censor themselves and not write about the setas anymore. And that's a decision that's been made by other reporters in other regions of Mexico. I continue reporting because I have a U.S. passport, and I think that gives me the protection to, to try to continue telling the stories. You know, throughout your book, your American-Mexican heritage is an asset and it's also a liability. Some call you a pocho or a traitor. What does it feel like to cover this story and have, have a foot in both cultures? I wrote this book very much with the Mexican heart, but through the prism of and maybe an American brain, I, I guess, if you will. And oftentimes those two clash. I mean, at times I get kind of angry or, you know, there's some anxiety about the American idealism that comes into play. You expect democracy is going to solve all these things, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then and then you come face to face with your Mexican side, the pragmatic side, and you realize this is not going to happen at your own timetable. But I think when I came to Mexico in 94, I mean, there was that pocho, you're an outsider. I think today that attitude has changed tremendously because you now have 35 million Americans would trace their roots back to Mexico. You've had last November when, when the Latino vote became a significant asset in the United States. I think those attitudes are changing. I mean, as much uh, as we maybe dislike each other as Americans and Mexicans, I mean, I think we're slowly learning to try to coexist side by side. The time period of your memoir is sort of a particular time, some of the most violent years in Mexico's history in terms of the drug violence. Do you see that as a chapter that we have now ended? Today, I think there's a real effort by the current administration, the return of the PRI, the party that governed Mexico for 71 years. There is an effort to try to change the narrative, try to turn the page, trying to say, hey, Mexico is not all about uh, bloodshed. There is a growing economy. There is a um, prosperous side of Mexico. And, you know, in many ways they're right. I mean, as a reporter, I often feel like I'm covering two or three countries. You have the troubled regions, you have the poverty, and then you have other parts of Mexico that are growing, that, you know, the aerospace industry in Querétaro, the auto plants industry in, in central Mexico. But I still feel that you can't ignore the fact that 100,000 people have died or disappeared in the last six years. But I think the violence has brought a lot of Mexicans together and it's cut across the uh, the class lines that Mexico has long been known for. And many of them will tell you, you know, we don't know that you can have uh, peace without justice. And as long as you have security concerns, they will undermine the economic promise of Mexico. In the final pages of your book, you admit that your main source, this U.S. investigator, gave you tips in order to communicate with cartel leaders. And you ask him, so this whole time, all the tips you gave me, all the stories, I was really your mouthpiece? And he says, yeah, I used you, just like you used me. How do you feel about that as a journalist? It was a very raw moment. To put it in context, I mean, we did drink a bottle of tequila, and so we were unusually honest, (laughs) unusually blunt with one another. And at the end, you know, it made me understand that, yes, at that moment I felt betrayed. But it also makes me feel like, I mean, this is how the game is played. As a journalist, you want fresh stories. You want to break stories. It's the price you paid. And he uh, he basically said the same thing to me. You wanted this, but then I, I kept coming back to you because I knew you care. I knew that this was not just a story for you and that there was something more to it. So it was a very honest moment between the source and the journalist. Alfredo Corchado's new book is Midnight in Mexico, A Reporter's Journey Through a Country's Descent into Darkness. Thanks, Alfredo. Thank you. Pleasure.